Awesome. Heavenly Father, Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for this time with my brother. Lord, I just pray for his ministry. Lord, I pray for his family. I pray for this movie, Lord, that you will just do a mighty work with it. Uh, Lord, we uh, more than now than ever, people need to hear um, the gospel. They need to understand that the Bible is where the good news is found and that it is life changing. And Lord, we just pray for uh, continued work through his ministry, through his comedy, through his movies. Uh, Lord, more importantly, for the man that he has become and a godly man and uh, that of being a husband and a father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Awesome. Well, Michael Jr., uh, thank you so much for joining me today. And I've been watching you for years. Uh, love your comedy. Love your stand-up. And I uh, oh, just want to thank you. Thank you for everything that you're doing, um, really for the kingdom. And, cool. Um, hey, you said you, you said you want to thank me, but you didn't actually do it. You well, just told me you, you wanted to. Yeah, yes. exactly. I want to thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate I'm actually, that. I'm working on a joke about that because people always say, hey, man, I want to apologize. I'm like, well, go ahead then. Exactly. Yeah, okay. I'm waiting on it. Yeah. That's, awesome. That's great. And one of my favorite standups, and it, this is years ago, but it's t the one that you did um, about Jesus's little brother. That's James. one of my, or James is, yeah, James. Yeah, Jesus' little brother, James. That's, yeah. My thought process was, that's a lot of pressure. It is. Like, Jesus it is. is your big brother? Like you, like, how do you, that's a lot that's, of pressure. So yeah, yeah. thanks, man. I remember that. I was, that was fun. Yeah. And it's a lot of things, even in, in God's word that are, if you look at it with the right angle, you can find it's pretty doggone hysterical for sure. Right. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. I love how you like most people looking at Jesus, you know, and then maybe they read the James, you know, the book of James and go, okay, well, I just need to control my tongue and watch my anger, but they don't realize that that was Jesus' <laughs> little brother. <laughs> right. So he really know what he's talking about. Like, why come exactly. you came here like Jesus, James? Yeah. yeah so that's exactly. a lot of pressure. That's awesome. Well, Man Up God's Way is a ministry geared toward lukewarm Christian men. And our tagline is stop being a spiritual sissy. And, um, you Ooh, know, like one of that. the things that uh, this new movie that you've got coming out, we're going to talk a little bit about that more in a minute. is about being, you know, the selfie dad movie. Uh, the premise behind the movie is really what the word of God will do to you if you just actually start reading it. And that's uh, the three things that we always teach as a discipline is read your Bible, pray, and repent uh, through man up God's way. And so with that being said, um, mm. I know I can't wait for people to see the movie. I've seen it yeah. twice now, and it is a, a really good movie. You're great in it, and I think it's a, a very, very timely uh, message that needs to come out right now because people Thank have you. forgotten about the Bible. And um, so with that being said, what how has the Bible impacted your life and kind of what is your testimony uh, about what God has done in your life over the last few years? You know, what's funny even about that. I don't know if you remember in the movie. So um, there's a scene in it where at the end, because at the beginning, I guess he's really like a sissy for, right. for God. He's like a sissy. He's like once in a while, he's like, I don't know what a sissy sound like. I haven't been around any, but anyway, so, <laughs> um, but then at the end, after he has a revelation about how awesome God's word is, there's a scene where I am, uh, I'm playing Ben Marcus, but I'm, I have a blue curtain behind me and uh, I got a black shirt on. I'm just saying this so your viewers could be like, oh, look for that scene in the movie right, exactly. on the 19th. But, and I'm holding a Bible. It's the first video that I did because a bunch of videos blew up, but it's the first one I did where I'm holding a Bible. And I talk about how the word of God can, uh, can change me. And that's what the character is talking about. But if right. you look closely, there's a point in there where I kind of break character 
but we still use the whole take because the, and the reason I break character, I mean, it's a very subtle little break, but the reason I break character is because I'm now no longer talking about Ben Marcus and what the Bible did for him. I'm actually talking about Michael Jr. Because what I'm saying, the Bible right. truly has done for me. Like just reading God's word will literally change the game. Meaning I know a lot of guys think, well, I got to read it and figure out what to do. No, 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 no. Just read it. Right. Like just read it because whatever you put in your heart is going to show up in your walk. So you really, really, really want to get that word in your heart. And plus it's more, I mean, it just does so much. So the first time I read the Bible, I remember thinking, I didn't understand. I, I did not, I missed at least 98% of it. Like I didn't understand. Right. What is a begot? Like, I don't even know <laughs> what that is. Like I, I got bad English, but I don't know what a begot is. But then uh, yeah, shortly exactly. after that, I would come into some situations or hear some stories at church and I will remember that or something would happen and I would do something different than I normally would. And I know, like I know, that's because of what I put in my heart on purpose. So I really, really, really believe that people, what people get out this movie and what they should just understand in life, even if you don't see the movie, is I'm telling you, you put the word in your heart, it will show up in your walk. That's a big oh, deal. That's good. That's a good word. Yeah. And I love, uh, I, lo I love that part because I actually saw that because your on-screen daughter comes in at the same mm -hmm. time and... Uh, you could see just when when you're you know talking to her, you ask her what, well what does the Bible mean to you and then yeah. she kind of stutters and she kind of looks around and I'm not gonna give away the that that yeah, scene but really what, she, good. what she says is huge for especially in our ministry uh, in men's ministry what we're, we're trying to teach is people to have a relationship with Jesus Christ because most people don't and you can't have a relationship with Jesus Christ if you're not reading His Word and mm. it's one of those. It's almost a, it's a, a vicious cycle because if you're not reading your Bible, um, you're probably not having the right relationship with your spouse. And if you're not having the right relationship with your spouse, you're usually not the husband or the father that you need to be. And, and the then you on. don't. And, and your movie shows exactly that. And, and then you go to church and you're kind of half-hearted. And that's really where the term yeah. spiritual sissies. When we talk about you know, as a man being called a sissy, you're going to do one of two things. You're either going to cower down and walk away because you know whoever's in front of you is bigger than you are. Or the second thing is you're going to puff your chest up and say, who are you talking to, punk? And when I, I was an atheist prior to giving my life to the Lord in 2003, I used to well, fight the dream. You were an atheist before you gave your life to the Lord? I, yeah, well, I should say prior to 2003. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I forget I'm talking to a comedian. It's hard to do it the other way. It's hard to do it the other yeah, way. Yeah, it's, it's kind of good to go backwards there. Yeah, you're exactly right. But it was one of those, I came into the church and, you know, I'm like you, as I'm reading the Bible, I'm going, man, this doesn't look like the church. This doesn't look like, um, you know, the, the guys that I'm reading about in here and the women that I'm reading about in the word of God doesn't look like what's happening in the church. And God gave me this ter term of spiritual sissy, like being a man doesn't, like the, the, the visual of a man isn't necessarily what the world is showing. It's a man who will humble himself, that he'll, he'll um, pray to God, that he'll read mm. his word, that he will love his children, that he'll love his wife, that he will serve the church. And so um, that's, that's, that's kind of where we're headed. And that's really what your movie was teaching a lot, too, was just, absolutely man, if you just get with the word of God, it's going to change your marriage, your family, and uh, make you a better godly man um, and a person for that matter. So... That's completely I love true, man. I like that a lot. I mean, I think you have a super strong point there. And then even I know that most churches aren't really geared up or equipped or I should say catering towards men. Right. But like if you're a like most men that I know are driving the second nicest car in their household. 
right? They're not driving the best. Their wife has the best car because you want what's best for her. So it's the same thing. If the church isn't geared completely to you, it's okay, dude. Go there and man up and right. get what you're supposed to get from it. And then because you're there, things will start to change. You got to show up. You got to be there. Like I've learned that as a as Michael Jr. And in this movie, it's laid out that way as well, man. It's really pretty cool. And it's always not easy to – like there's a scene in there where he's trying to teach his kids about the Bible. And that stuff yeah. is awkward. It's weird. It's strange. <laughs> but I'm telling you, like I'm telling you, it works. Even if the kids don't necessarily receive it in that moment – like right. the Bible says, later on, they're going to walk in the path that they should. So you just got to trust that. That's awesome. You as the dad, you got to show. Like dad's got to. Like that's so big. Listen, so the, the other day I was with a, um, a family friend who has uh, two boys. And the dad's not around. I think he's in jail. And the youngest boy is like three years old. Wow. And I don't know if the mom knew what I was doing, but he was crying and fussing and tripping and doing all this stuff. So I, uh, I said, hey, let me hold him for a second. So I, so I picked him up. I mean, I grabbed him, and he was fussing and fighting a little bit at first. But then I just held him, and I said the words in my deepest voice. I said, I love you. I love you. I love." And I kept saying it. Then it got to the point where I would just say it, and it was just a hum. Because I know that there's something that happens to a young man or a young child when they hear the bass of a man when they're a child. Like, they real, like something literally chemically happens inside the body that soothes them, causes them to calm down. So I was probably holding him for 35, 40 minutes because I knew after that day he was going to be gone again. I wouldn't see him for a while because they live in a completely different city. Right. I wanted to penetrate as much as possible. So as a man, look for those opportunities to be a man even in another child's life in any way that you can because your manhood is so valuable in our communities. Man, that is a great word. So speaking of being a man in, in, in your family and stuff, how long have you been married? Oh, we're not married. We're just hanging out. You just hang just, out for a while, yeah. No, no, no. I've been married for, been, <laughs> I just thought I'd throw a twist for you. Some of your viewers are like, I'm out of here. Click. I'm out. I'm out. Uh, well, some of your other ones are like, that's what I'm talking about. Me too. Anyway, yeah. no, no. Um, we've been married for 15 years, coming up on 16 years. I was a single dad of three before I got married. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's a lot of. How's that? A lot, a lot of work. Dude, crazy. I got so much love for single parents. Like that wow. stuff was work, man. I'm doing homework. I'm doing hair. I got two girls. I'm trying to figure out how to do hair with barrettes and all that stuff. <laughs> stuff was so stressful. God sent me a good thing. And, I, awesome. and I have received favor ever since. So uh, praise the Lord. Praise God. Right. That's awesome. Amen. And how many kids do you have now? Uh, we got five kids. Okay. Five amazing, right. I- tremendous kids. In fact, I was just in the uh, car with my nine-year-old. We're making a, a video. We're gonna post soon, so pretty cool. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, I've got four kids, so I'm I'm one behind. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your wife is nearby. Yeah. After, no, this, after this video, just go ahead and just yeah, take care yeah, of it. Yeah, just exactly. Take care of it. <laughs> you know, you, there was a there's a point in the movie too where uh, your on scene wife, you know, she started. You know, I always call it they. Your wife starts smelling the fragrance of Christ on you when you start getting into your Word, and it actually oh, makes yeah. you more attractive. Yeah, and uh, I've used that analogy so many times, and here it pops up in a movie, and I thought that was so awesome because that's so true. That's a great analogy, but here's the other thing too, man. Is just like that's true. I have to imagine the um, other 
it, it probably is true in the opposite way as well. Totally, yeah. Or or those who are sniffing for the wrong stuff will probably show up and be like, let's see how much of a Christian you is. You right, exactly. Said, I don't know why yeah. I said you is. That's just right. good English. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So, so traveling as much as you do, like – what 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 do you set up as far as parameters in your life to make sure that those things somebody doesn't walk up and try to see how Christian you is? Um, yeah, so, how do you how do you set up parameters to make sure that that doesn't happen? Yeah, I travel with a pretty like I travel. My nephew is my road manager, so okay. he's always super super close to me. But then also, um, I try to purposely like my favorite place to travel in the world is home. So I'm always the first flight out. I mean, the last flight out, and then the first flight back. Flight, yeah. okay, and now, good. as soon as our my my our youngest, which is ten, she just corrected me. I called her nine. Um, pretty soon we're going to be. I mean, as soon as she's old enough, we, me and my wife will travel together a lot, lot more too. But my wife is amazing, tremendous. Awesome. Like I don't even know what I did. Like. One day, guys would tell me, here's why I gave it to you. Like, it's something I did. I don't know if I saved some orphans or something happened. But, yeah, yeah. I'm just super crazy blessed. Here's your That's blessing for whatever you did, and you're still trying to it figure is. it out. I'm yeah. probably going to have a uh, – I'm probably going to have bad credit when I get to heaven. You're going to be like, man, you didn't even <laughs> – <laughs> you use it all up back. on earth right. yeah exactly right. yeah you get to sit at the kids table not at the big right. table, so. <laughs> yeah i've been married 30 years and i travel a bunch doing conferences as well and for the first because we've got four kids we, we call mm-hmm. them our bigs and our littles we've got a 19 and an 18 year old and then twin nine-year-olds um that, wow. that and uh, we've adopted all of our kids but we've had them at birth you know from birth on and so we were traveling as a family doing the same thing. And then once we've got the twins, I started traveling on my own and having to really second guess and think about what I was doing just to make sure that, you know, what a great way to, you know, for the enemy to win is to take, you know, a godly mm-hmm. man down or a man that's trying to be godly and preach the gospel. And, and the same thing for you doing the comedy that uh, is kingdom building. Uh, what a great way to take a whole lot. You know, that's the issue is that it doesn't just take out your spouse. It takes out your family everybody that you've ever preached the gospel to the church like it's it's a bigger snowball effect than what most people believe so i appreciate you uh just trying to stay you know stay as pure as you possibly can during that process one of the things i tell men whenever i speak at a men's event is uh is always ask men how how many rebukes are you doing in a day Mm. what i mean by that is uh the bible says cast down every thought that is not of god so you're always having thoughts that aren't of god right. some woman walk by whatever the case is or you're just having a random thought that just doesn't make any sense there's a cat getting run over like just some thought but it's not from god but how often are you actually casting the thought down what i mean is is um and i'll, I'll tell people i said this is very very extremely important that you do this and uh in fact there was an nfl player a friend of mine who played for um, he played for Seattle when they lost on the goal line the Super Bowl. Right. And this brother was done for a while. And I, I texted him. I was like, "Dude, you got to get your rebukes up." He was literally laying on the floor for two weeks straight after that game, like wow. he was done. But what happens is when you rebuke the enemy, and I literally you have to rebuke. When I say rebuke, I mean right. you actually say it out loud or you say it under your breath. I've done it on stage before. But here's the thing. Fellas, if you're walking down the mall in the mall with your wife and somebody says to you, wow, your wife is ugly, what would you do? 
You would just sit there and be like, yeah, you know what, you're right. Or, or you would not say anything. You would address right. the scenario. So the enemy on a regular basis is throwing stuff at us that is not true. It's a lie. So we have to not, we have to rebuke it. Literally, I would say, uh, Satan, I rebuke you, literally. And right. then I'll follow it up with God's word that counters what I the thought I just had. Right. That is literally power right there. But, it, but what happens if you don't do the rebukes, after a while, you keep hearing this and hearing this, hearing this you'll start to believe it or right. you'll think it's you and start saying, well, that's just how I am. I can't. That's good. And another thing I do is I run early. What I mean by run early, if I see something that's a little, like I yeah. run early as opposed to thinking right. about it. Well, maybe that's not, let me see. Like I'm the, <laughs> like I'm right. the black person in the scary movie. I'm never the white person. <laughs> white people always want to see, well, what is it? Let me see what right. it looks yeah, like. Yeah, exactly. Let me look <laughs> behind this door. Right. No, let's, let's split up. No, no, no. Right. Let's stay together. There's accountability there. Y'all splitting right. up and going in the woods. Let me take a shower. Oh, my gosh. I, I, always tell, I always tell men you've got to have your answer ready now, like especially when you're on the spiritual mountaintop. Man, like, great. okay, my answer is no in this situation. My answer is no in this situation. My answer is run, especially when it's immorality because – the only time oh. the Bible ever says run from immorality, it says, you know, flee. You're supposed to run from that. So anytime a sexual oh. immorality that applies is I've got to be prepared now, not when the situation arises, you yes. know? So that's a, that's a good point to Man, tell. That is in, great, so. dude. That is really great. Yeah. I run early too. Sometimes I'm running people like, uh, <laughs> what you like I'm running yeah. early. Like uh, either it'd be mentally, even online, I run as soon as I can. Like as soon as I feel a little bit of, I'm like, no, mm -mm, bye. Yeah, there you go. Super That's good. That's good. Beast so, same boat. That's what. Yeah. <laughs> go on. Right. Just don't pull a hamstring in the process. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, catch you. So being a comedian and having you know the presence that you not only at churches that you go around and you know probably stadiums that you've been at and mm -hmm. you know now with the I shouldn't say now but for the last five seven eight years social media has been like you know, the, the primer to get you kind of out there. Like mm -hmm. we have 864,000 followers on man up God's way. And, wow. um, That's we've great. got, you know, groups that are 25, 30,000 deep as well. So I understand the social media world. And I also understand the speaking and getting out in conferences and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. How do you as a man, number one, and as a comedian, number two, and as a father, um, number three, separate all of that so you don't get wrapped up like in the movie uh, that we're going to talk about here in just a second. Like, how do you not get wrapped up in that in real life? Yeah, so I try to keep my – well, I, I purposely keep my priorities straight. So, for instance, today I'm working from home, but my 10-year-old knows, like, she is the priority. Like, and she takes full advantage of the fact that she can interrupt me at any time. But literally, I will – like my number one, and I'm going to say this with a pause on purpose, but you got just okay. so you can understand it. So my number one is God. Then family. Good. Then that other stuff. Good. That's like, good. like literally everything else can completely pause, but I try to actually put that in action. So there's this thing that I do every morning where people say like, like I purposely try to hit, not, not just try, I do this probably 98% of the mornings where I hit my knees before my feet. That's good. And really just, and, and another thing that I tell men all the time, and you got to do this, if you don't do this at least, I mean, I can't put a time frame on it, but you should, like men, you got to do this. There's this thing that I do, even if I think I know what I'm doing in a certain area, or when I don't know what I'm doing, what I'll do is I'll find me a spot. 
and I'll go and I'll cry out to God. And I'll be like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how to do this. And when I say cry out, I'm talking about one of those cries where, did you notice instinctively, I just realized I did that. I kind of looked around a little bit. I'm talking about one of those where you don't want anybody to see it and just straight up boo-hoo crying. And then afterward, after I'm done, I'm on my face. I literally will go like this to my shoulders and lift off the weight, literally like this off my Mm. shoulders. And I literally feel lighter afterwards. So think about it. God has a lot of kids. Like he got a group of kids. But if two of them, not that he has to choose because he's omnipresent, he can be anywhere. But if right. he has two kids and one of them is like, hey, God, I need some help. I think I got this thing figured out, but I kind of need some help. And then the other one is just done crying, like crying right. on his face, crying. Like who, like us as as human fathers, like wh- which one are we going to pay attention to? And I really right. don't know what I'm doing. Like with the all the moot, all these great things I got going on, some really awesome stuff. I have zero idea what I'm doing. All I right. don't. So I just take it to him, get on my face. And cry out and be like, Lord, you gotta show me what to do, or, or I'm gonna do nothing and let you do it. like whatever that looks like. That's what right. I want, and it feels Amen. so much better. I mean, literally, you do this little lifting off your shoulder, you literally feel lighter. Literally, that's, it's so. Cool. That's good. That's good advice. Yeah, I wish, I wish more men would get into that habit of just humbling themselves. You know, God loves a broken and contrite heart, and I love that that crying because. Prior to Christianity, man, I, you know, giving my life to the Lord and, and serving Him and following Him, man, I never cried. And then all of a mm-hmm. sudden, the Holy Spirit just like crazy, you know, right? I'm crying, yeah, you know, like I was crying at the one little point in the movie. I'm not gonna give it away, but holy cow, there was a point there. Oh, I was crying because, you know, I, yeah. I've got, I've got, you know, I've got daughters just like that. I've got, you know, a wife. Like it would just, it just kind of hit there, but you know, 15 years ago, that wouldn't have been the case. And mm-hmm. uh, having, having a, a broken and contrite heart at all times is, is amazing to have the presence of God in your life. And I like that. That's good advice. Yeah, I would say uh, in the world, uh, we used to be taught that a sissy would cry. Right. But I would say to you that a real man cries, like that's, for real. Yeah, that's cries exactly out to something right. bigger than Cries out to something bigger than him. Yeah. God is way bigger than me. And that's what we're, that's what we're trying to teach. So, um, man, I love the movie. Uh, give me one thing that you want people to take away from this movie. It's coming out June 19th on father's day and we're Mm -hmm. really excited. It's really kind of the first of its kind just happened to come out at a time where most people Mm -hmm. are stuck at home and can't really go anywhere. So it's going to be coming out full force on video on demand and, um, one ticket price, one ticket price for the whole family. Uh, it's a really good movie. We're going to promote the snot out of it. We love it. It's a, it's a really good one. So what would, what's one thing that you want people to take away from this movie? Um, so one of the things that I'm really excited about is it has, uh, it has three ingredients that most movies don't have. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a, it has family, it has faith and it has funny in it. That's three F's. Last time I got three F's, I was in high school. <laughs> so I'm super excited about that. But more importantly, I want people to take that change that happens in this character. When you see it, the change that takes place is real. I mean, it could really happen for the person watching this, but it can also, it really actually happened to me as well. The change that took place is real and it's completely and entirely available. So I'm just pumped about Mm -hmm. people going, like you get to to stay home and watch this movie too. Like you actually get to stay home and watch it and you don't have to pay $97 for popcorn. Like right, this is exactly. this is awesome. <laughs> a theatrical level movie coming to your house. So this is gonna be yeah. really cool. June nineteenth. I'm actually having a big event at my house. And we're gonna have a bunch of people here. 
but we're going to social distance in case the FBI is listening. Just in case somebody's <laughs> watching. <you. laughs> yeah, I mean, we're going to social distance. So yeah. yeah, make sure you edit the people out. You know, in in the middle. There. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm gonna yeah. do. I'm a Photoshop. I don't got that there many friends go. anyway. Good, <laughs> so. I don't. I don't believe that. I bet you got yeah. people wanting to hang out with you all the time. Well, man, yeah. thank you so much for joining us. I can't wait to start promoting this. Uh, for you guys, uh, we're going to hit every every audience that we've got, every every av- avenue, and help you guys promote this. We want it to be a s- success, not just for it to be a success, but for it to be a kingdom builder and that people realize mm. that there is something out there. There is hope in the Bible. There is hope in uh, Jesus Christ, and that you're going to continue to push that um, through your comedy and through your movies. And, man, we're going to be praying for you on that. Yo, thanks, man. I appreciate it. Well done, man. Really well done on this interview process, man. Well, really good. Man, thank you so much. I appreciate it. I'm so, man, I know you're busy. I appreciate you taking the time, and uh, I'm just I'm praying for you. I, I want big things to happen for you. So I appreciate it. I receive Keep it, bro. It you're awesome, dude. All right. All right, man. man. Take it easy. God All right. bless. Thanks, bro. Yep. Uh, bye-bye.